Welcome to the Sunrise Podcast with Dr. M.M. Amakaro. We hope you enjoy it. Psalm 9 verse 10. And those who know your name will put their trust in you. For you, Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. And those who know your name will put their trust in you. It is difficult to put trust in a God that you don't know. Trust, confidence is built over time. Confidence comes with knowledge. When you say, I have confidence in somebody, you cannot just awake and put confidence or trust. So this is clearly saying, those who know your name, what is in the name of God? Yesterday we read Daniel, and he said, they that do know their God, they that know, see the emphasis, emphasis is know, knowing, when you know, then you can trust. When you know, then you work strong. When you know, you work strong by that knowledge. That knowledge brings confidence. That knowledge brings trust. Mm -hmm. That knowledge builds faith. So I say, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. When you hear and you hear again, you imbibe and you know, you renew your mind and you build confidence and you trust. Then you say you work strong and you do exploits. Do exploits from knowledge and from faith. From knowledge and from faith, you do exploits. What is the meaning of exploit? Like we saw yesterday, you make full use of and derive benefit from make full use of what you know in other words it becomes wisdom applied knowledge becomes wisdom you derive every benefit and that includes making bold and daring moves we saw daniel so what is worrying the king? Why is the king such a, in such a haste? Can you imagine the audacity? He said, go tell the king to give us a few days. Why? They made that daring and bold move. Why? They derived benefits from what they knew about God. That he's a revealer of secrets. And we also saw Esther making a bold move. After saying, go fast and pray. Mm-hmm. Their trust in God, the confidence. And then the wisdom that she garnered, the strategy. And then the, the, she derived full benefits. That is what this is about. So now needs to know. So we can go to, um, briefly go to Psalm 119. That's Psalm 119 from 169. We'll read it down. But Father, we just want to thank you. What a privilege. That even in this season, you know, when men are running helter-skelter, when men are wandering, 
what the world is coming to. That we can safely sit and we can say, we know our God. We can safely sit and, and be bold. We can safely sit and now know that even in this season, there are benefits to be derived. We worship you, Lord. We exalt you. What a privilege to have you as our God. What a privilege to have a father who is so loving and kind and gracious. The one to whom power belongs. What a privilege to be in your secret place. To have you cover us with your shadows. What a privilege. To know that you are a provider. You are a healer. To know all this about you. What a privilege that we can find your word and renew our minds. What a privilege that we, by your word we can possess a sound mind. Sound mind. We exalt you, Holy Father. Thank you for sitting with us and teaching us about how to know you. Have your way today, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. So we read um, Psalm 119 from verse 169. I want to say a little thing about this Psalm 119. Do you know that in our secondary school those days, one of the punishments they used to give if you offended was to give you, the seniors who give you Psalm 119, say, go and write it. That is, write it. They can give you, write it 10 times. You know Psalm 119 is the longest psalm in the Bible. Of course we know. He has 179 verses. Can you imagine somebody giving you that as punishment? And you know that we will write this now and be crying. It was letters to us. Can you imagine somebody using the word of God to give you as punishment to go and write and rewrite and write and write? You're writing and you're crying because you're going to spend time writing it. And yet we were staring at power in the world. This anytime I come to Psalm 119, when I recall it, oh, I say, Father, have mercy on us, forgive us. Do not miss power in the word. This word is spirit and life. We saw it as we they deployed it as punishment. We're still talking about they that do know that their God will work strong. Can you imagine? Turning what should bring power and causing you to work strong, giving you wisdom and building you, your character and all. Turning it, it became punishment. Because we saw it as letters. <laughs> anyway, that's by the way. <laughs> Father, have mercy on us. Can you imagine? Was it that we didn't come from families that taught us about the power of the Bible? Of course we did. But when the seniors now imposed it on you and saw it as a tool for punishment, that, was, that is what it became to us. And yet the next Sunday we'll all go to church and they will be preaching from the same Bible. <laughs> God have mercy. So anyway, we read. He said, let my cry come before you, O Lord. Give me understanding according to your word. Number one. Give me understanding, understanding, not just any kind of understanding, the understanding that comes according to your word. He goes on to say, let my supplication come before you, deliver me according to your word. My lips shall utter praise, for you teach me your statutes. My tongue shall speak of your word. For all your commandments are righteous. Let your hand become my help, for I have chosen your precepts. I long for your salvation, O Lord. 
and your law is my delight. Let my soul live and it shall praise you. And let your judgments help me. So we can see. First he said, give me understanding. And that understanding will be in the context of your word. According to your word. The next thing he says, deliver me. That is my supplications will come to you and the deliverance will come according to your word. And then the next one says, my lips will utter praise. Why? Because you teach me your statutes. Your statutes is also your word. It also refers to the word of God. And then he continues to say, my tongue shall speak of your word because all your commandments are righteous. Word and commandment, all in God's word. Let your hand become my help. Why? Because I have chosen your precepts, your word. I long for your salvation, O Lord, and your law is my strength. Your word is my delight. So what exactly are we looking for that it will not be according to the word of God? Where can we go out to find help that is not in the word of God? So when we are looking for understanding, when we are making supplication and looking for deliverance, when we are uttering praise, when we are praising God, we praise in understanding. It will also be because he has taught us by his word. When our tongue is offering any word, when we are speaking, it will be because of his word. Our behavior, our relationships will be guided by his commandments. And this is his word. And they say his commandments are righteous. Let your hand become my help. Why? Because I have chosen your precepts, your word. And it goes on to say, I long for your salvation, O Lord, and your law is my delight. Let my soul live and it shall praise you. And let your judgments help me. All this, if we look at all this, it just defines all that our life is all about. It defines the different dimensions of our life. When the word of God chastises us, when we know the word of God, in other words, the word of God gives us boundaries. We know what God loves and what God helps. We know God. We say, they that do know their God. It's a day that know your name. For you to know the name of God. The content, the power in that name. All that that name is about. The deliverance in that name. The salvation in that name. For you to know the name, you have to know the word. You can't separate the name from the word. For you to even praise God, True praise in truth and in spirit is according to the word. For you to speak, even in the place of prayer, to communicate, it has to be by the word, according to the word. Because it is written, Jesus communicated to the Father by his word. So we look here. So when he says that they that do know their God, 
shall work strong. He's simply saying, they that know the word, they that know the word. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. They that know the word. And when he says that they that know your name shall put their trust in you, he's also saying they that know the word. So any which way you want to go. If you want life, we talk, let my soul live and let your judgments help me. So how can God's judgments help a soul to live? The judgment, if we look at it as chastisement, the Bible says that God will only chastise the one that he loves as a father chastises his son. When God brings his chastisement, it's like pruning so that we grow and bear more fruits. So if we do not know the word, how would we know that this is chastisement from God? So this is now going to say that by searching the word, by hearing the word and hearing the word again to build faith, we get to know our God. By causing our lifestyles to be guided by the word, it means that we are practicing the knowledge of God. Daniel, the Bible says from the first, the chapter one of Daniel, that Daniel proposed in his heart, he set himself apart. He said he will not be contaminated with the king's meat. Why? He was guided by the word. And we saw how Daniel flourished. And we saw how because of his knowledge of God, because he was very, very, you know, aware of God's judgment, because awareness of God's judgment and chastisement was what guided his life. We saw how he now was able to be bold in the times that needed, occasions that demanded boldness. He was able to be bold and he derived benefits from his knowledge of God. He didn't chicken out. He was not fearful. He stood in the knowledge of the word of God. He stood in the knowledge of the word of God. He was guided. The understanding according to God's word guided him. That's why he knelt down. He went into the place of prayer. And he said, Father, I know that you are a revealer of secrets. I know that you give wisdom to one whose heart has understanding. I know that there is nothing that is hidden from your eyes. He was praying according to the word. He was praying by the understanding of the word. He was praying by the knowledge of the name of God. And he did that exploit. So they that do know their God, they that know his name will put trust in him. So this is calling us now. In times that seem that the world is going dark and everybody is fearful and talking about this, this is the time to ask God for grace to know him. It's a time to ask God for grace, to hear his word and be delighted. And there's something that he says here. He says, and your law is my delight. Can you imagine? I long for your salvation, O Lord, and your law. See the two, you can't separate. We cannot long for God to hear us. We cannot ask God, Father, save us. Oh Lord, show us your salvation. And then we separate ourselves and don't delight in the word. Salvation is in the word. He says, salvation is near you. Where is the salvation? It's in your mouth. What's in your mouth? The word. He said, the word is nigh you. The word is in your mouth. Speak the word. Confess the word. Believe the word. And speak the word. It's power unto salvation. So, to have the Holy Bible and have the Holy Spirit, 
And then receive grace to find the time to sit and search out. Sometimes it can be one verse. And then you see the Holy Spirit illuminate it and throw light. And you have understanding. You're getting to know your father. And then you put faith in what your father is saying. And you stand steadfast in what your father is saying. It brings so much delight. That when you see things that are contrary, you already know his name. So you put his trust. You see things that are contrary because you already know him by his word. Then you become bold. They say you work strong. What does it mean to work strong? It's the courage. It's the courage. It's the courage to say what God is saying, to stand with what God is saying. And then the other one is that when he talks about the judgment, he says, and let your judgments help me. God will allow us to pass through things. That's why I said, you pass through the waters. You see, the beauty about this Bible is that, look, the Bible doesn't hide anything in order to say, oh, yes, as long as you come to Christ, everything is good. Everything is rosy. Once you pray, he hears you. You will not fall sick. There will be no, no, the Bible does not make that claim. Say so you pass through water. You pass through the waters. He says it clearly here. You go through the fire. All the covenant people. If you go to the hall of fame, the hall of faith in Hebrews chapter 11, what does it say? He's talking about people who stood in faith in good times. People who stood in faith in spite of those became the heroes. Because things will be thrown at you. But you must know your God to be able to work strong. There's a portion in the gospel talking about John the Baptist. In that portion, I hope I've said, the kingdom of God suffering violence and the violent takes it by force. You take it by force. There are promises that the children of God take by force. That is waxing strong to take it by force. Waxing strong to take it by force. Because the system of this world is to put everybody down. That's why you say, gross die, say, rise, shine. Rise, shine. Your light has come. And the glory of the Lord will be risen upon you. Say, gross darkness will cover the earth. The Bible uses the word gross. Gross. And yes, deep darkness. But the Lord will alight upon you. What will alight? What is that light? It's the word. It's the word. So in gross darkness, it's time to work strong and to exploit. If we see the people that are listed in the, in the hall of faith, if you go there, there are people who work strong. There are people who did not allow the gross darkness to make them to run back. There are people who didn't, because why? They knew the name and then they knew the word. So today we want to encourage ourselves that it's only the violent that takes it by force, not the violent that carries knife. We stand on the word very violently, very ruggedly, say this is what God said. 
when we see his judgments, the judgments have come so that we can obtain help. That's so why I say, come boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy. So he brings his judgment on the earth. And his judgment exposes us. It comes as chastisement. And we now know we have sinned and we have fallen short. Because it's going to be according to his word. And that judgment now helps us. Because we'll go back to his word. That's what um, Nehemiah did. Remember? Nehemiah, when he saw the distress, when he heard about the distress, he didn't start blaming God. He didn't start running and crying, helter, skelter. He went on his knees and said, Father, we have sinned. Your judgment has come to help us. You see, you say, when we sin, you will scatter us. And truly see how we have been scattered. But you also say that when we realize that we have sinned and we come on our knees and we pray to you, you will bring us back. Father, remember, we have sinned. Our fathers have sinned. I have sinned. Please, Father, have mercy. He was able to obtain help because he knew God's judgment. Judgment come to help us. So in these times, what do we do? We seek to know what God is saying. If this is judgment, he will help us. This, through this judgment, we will obtain help. If we delight in what God is saying, if we stand in excitement to hear what he's saying, if we follow what he is saying, because God's character is his word. His word is his character. His word is him. Then the Bible says, we will put our trust in him. And when we trust him, that is the confidence that we need. We work strong and we do exploits. In other words, we derive every benefit. We make full use. And derive benefits from the word. Benefits, understanding the times. Benefits, standing fast in faith. Benefits, revelation of mysteries. Benefits, wisdom to do what others will say and say, ah, this must be the hand of God. How did you think about this in these times? Because he said, in gross darkness is when we will rise. So it's not the time to sit down and wait. It's a time to seek to know so that we can do exploit even in these times. So Father, we thank you that you will give us understanding of what you are telling us. That in your word is escape. In your word is delight. In your word is wisdom. In your word is knowledge. Everything that we need is in your word. In your word is provision. You are the one who gives us power to make wealth. You give us power to invent. Mm -hmm. You give us power to innovate. Mm -hmm. You give us power to wisdom to know how to come in and out. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. Mm -hmm. Even how to run our families, mm -hmm. to relate with our children. You give us power. Mm -hmm. To have a sound mind in times when depression should set in. Your word is our delight. We will make full use, exploit, make, have full benefit of even this situation. Mm -hmm. In this situation, your children will benefit. In this situation, you will shine as light. We will be the voice that speaks peace, that speaks comfort. We will be that voice in this situation. Because they that know you will work strong. Instead of growing weaker and weaker, we will work stronger and stronger. Because we put our trust in your name and we know you and we will do exploits. We will be bold and daring 
to do as occasion demands. Mm -hmm. Father, we exalt you. Thank you because your word brings life and you have given us life. Thank you because your word also opens us up to judge. Corrective judgments, corrective chastisements. Not to condemn, but to cause us to know that we have gone out. We don't know your word. To cause us to know that we are not delighting in your law. To cause us to know that we don't know your name. We don't really know your name. And to cause us to go on our knees like Nehemiah. And also to pray to you for revelation like Daniel. Thank you, Father, for helping us. Pray for help for this country, Nigeria, that you help us to raise a standard. We thank you for our children because we have committed them to you and you made a promise, promise keeper, that you preserve them alive. And they are for signs and wonders. Thank you, Lord. Cause them to know your word. Cause them to do exploits even in this season. Thank you, Holy Father. We pray, O oh God, for protection, preservation of all those on the front line, that evil will not befall them. Thank you, Jesus. For those who've lost loved ones, those who are confused, those who are depressed, Father, let them come in contact with your word. Let the light shine forth, even in the darkest darkness. Oh, let comfort, O oh God, be their portion. Have your way. Thank you for visiting the earth and healing the earth. Thank you, Son of Righteousness, for arising upon us with healing in your wings. Thank you, Chief Physician, for visiting us, O oh Lord. Blessed be your name, for we have prayed in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen.